We only got one life, so it's time to live it for. I don't hesitate, I embrace every day. Cause we only got one life, so it's time to live it for. It's not about trying to achieve more again, but rather how to lose and let go. Let me explain. Once you let go of all things that aren't significant, you'll be left with everything that is truly important. I'm living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. This is another episode of the podcast. Live it full. Welcome to the latest episode of the Live It Full podcast. I am Richard. I am your co-host in the studio by myself today. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a five-star review on Apple. Share us with your friends on Spotify and all the cool places that you find podcasts. Um, share us on Instagram. Put us in your stories. Tag us. We love it when we're tagged. It means we know people are listening. But hey, I wanted to go through something real quick. It's going to be a shorter podcast. And I wanted to talk about something that um, that happened the last couple of weeks. And it, it, it piggybacks on the podcast last week. If you listen to it, I talked a little bit about creating your own luck and what that means. And that very seldom in life are we lucky. We create the, the opportunities that come to us. But I wanted to just talk briefly about a friend of mine who I'm partnering with on a flip Mentioned him. Um, many of you have seen Matt. Um, he is my brother from another mother. I've known him a long time. Consider him family. Um, he was on, if you go back and listen to, I don't know what episode number it was, but CEO Reboot. Um, he was on there with me and we were talking about our businesses and our strategies and some of the things that we were doing with a mastermind that we called the CEO Reboot. Um, he is a master at his craft. He is the best synthetic turf installer, playground builder, um, landscape extraordinaire contractor there is out there but there's been a few years ago he came to me and he said man hey when you be, when you're finding these real estate deals bring me in on one he planted a seed he's a good salesman he was in sales for a long time prior to um, owning his own businesses and so he gets sometimes you got to plant the seed the seeds you plant today are not the fruit you eat today it takes time to develop right fruit trees take a long time to grow they don't bear fruit for many years yet are they any less valuable? Nope, because they've got to set their roots. They've got to build. They've got to do those things. Anyways, he was um, he had said that to me. I, it was two or three years ago. He said, hey, I want to come in on one of these real estate deals because he wants to learn about real estate. And he knows that's an area that we know a lot in. And so he came to me and, and he said that. And he said it casually. It wasn't anything major, um, but he planted a seed with me. So um, fast forward a couple years last year. Um, we had a deal come up that we were like, let's bring, let's bring Matt in on it. And we did, we did our first kind of deal together, um, a little bit more passive than what we've done on some flips or some rentals. But anyways, I, it, that one seed he planted and he kept mentioning it, you know, periodically every once in a while, Hey, I'd love to get in on one of these real estate deals. It's something I don't know about. I know I could learn from y'all. And so it's a pretty cool deal when those things come to fruition. But so I had him, we were walking through this house. He hadn't seen it. He said he'd partner with me on a house pretty much sight unseen, um, and we went and did after I bought it, after I closed, we went over there and did a walkthrough when he could get over to town and we were talking about it. And I said, this kind of house scares a lot of your casual investors because it's one of those that it could be really good or you could run into every problem possible and it'd be kind of bad. And so the advantage that I have over some that may be straight flipping is if I go over budget and I think I can't make enough for the work that I put in, I will turn around and rent it. As long as the rent values make sense with the cash flow, which it would, I'd make sure that it does. So I always have a little bit of a contingency that others may not have that are just straight flipping because I know that side of it as well. But anyways, we're talking about it and and 
I said, you know, this is the kind of deal that probably scares a lot of people just because if they fail and they lost like say 15 or 20 grand, they don't do a second deal. Right. And he said to me, and I'm never going to forget it. He looked at me and said, I would just consider that tuition. I'm going to say that again. He's talking about if he lost money on his first real estate deal, he would consider that tuition. Well, we, what's tuition? Tuition's paying for school, right? Paying for an education. And so Matt doesn't necessarily, let's just be honest. He doesn't necessarily need the money. I could have done this deal by myself just as easily, but because he is a friend of mine and he wants to learn this business and we do mutually, we, we have very, um, different skill sets that are going to really blend well together. So it's a good partnership. Don't get me wrong. But like we didn't necessarily need each other to do it. Matt could have jumped into something on his own. I could have just finished this on my own. But because I know he wants to learn, it's going to be a good deal. And we talked about it. We talked about, and I'll show this with you. We talked about, could we just clean it up and flip it to a, you know, like a wholesale to another investor? Yeah, you could. You probably do a week's worth of work, do a good cleanup, sell it. Um, probably make, I don't know, eight, 10 grand in a, in a couple of weeks. And I said, though, I said, yeah, we could do that. I mean, I'm not against it. It's just, are you going to learn what you want to learn by doing that? And he said, no, I said, well, then that's probably not what we do. We probably take it all the way so that the things that come up that are unexpected that I didn't plan contingencies for you learn from. And he said, man, yeah, I get it. And, and you know, so that's kind of what we talked about, but I just think it's amazing that, um, he always had the foresight to say, Hey, bring me on a deal someday. And it didn't happen immediately, right? You, you don't always have those things happen immediately. You don't plant seeds and eat that day. The farming, you know, analogies, you know, you reap what you sow, those kind of things, but it's not the same day. You have to plant seeds and be patient. And that talks about, and that's just a contingency or a continuance of what I talked about last week with building your own luck. You have to plant those seeds, um, cause he had, had he never told me that I would have thought, man, he's over there doing his thing. He's doing great. He doesn't care about being in real estate. I probably wouldn't have gone to him like, Hey, do you want to do deal with me? But because he wanted to, and he planted that seed and he told me we're going to do something together. It's going to be good. And then we'll do something else and something else and something else. And we're going to learn from each other. We're going to grow together and we're going to go to new heights that maybe we would not have in this endeavor done without each other. So it's a pretty cool thing, I think. So don't ever be afraid to go up to somebody that you want to learn from. You know, we always talk about finding a mentor, getting in these mastermind groups, finding people around you that can you can benefit from knowing the things that they know. People ask me sometimes, how do you find a mentor? How do you find somebody who's willing to spend time working with you? Well, first off, you go up to somebody and you're like, hey, will you mentor me? They're probably going to say no, because you're going to have to show what value you can provide them as well. That or you're going to pay them which is fine. There's nothing wrong with paying someone to mentor you who knows way more about a situation than you do. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if you just cold call somebody, go up to somebody and be like, I really want to learn from you. It's probably not going to work. Matt and I have a good relationship, but I would have never thought he wanted mentoring in this unless he asked, but he brings an immense amount of value. So we can sit here and we can work and we can build each other up. It's a win-win. But what I'm going to tell you is don't be afraid to ask those people in your lives that know you, that you trust, that maybe they are doing something different than you. Ask them, especially when you're not the expert. It's okay to ask them to say, hey, I would love to do a deal with you in the future. No pressure. No, you know, if it's something you want to do good, if it's something you don't, fine. But plant those seeds. It's the same way that I plant seeds with people. Hey, 
I know you're going to, you're going to um, be retiring soon. You have some, some properties. Do you want to sell them? Yeah, maybe I'll think about it. And two years later, you get a call from somebody saying, yeah, I'd love to do that. Same thing we do in any kind of sales. You plant seeds. Matt planted seeds with me. And now we're going to watch that harvest come together. And I think that's a cool deal. And I just love his attitude. And I'm just going to recap that because I mean, it's, it's two big things. I said, you know, if we lose money on this, that scares most people. But it's, it's what you learn in that process that makes you go to the next step. Or let's say you even break even because it's a lot of work to break even. Like who wants to not make money to do eight weeks worth of work? The way that he looks at it, though, the way that I look at it is it's an education. And that education, regardless of a financial amount, is priceless. We make our kids go to school when they're 18 when they don't know what they want to do and we spend hundreds of thousands of dollars sending them to large universities when they get out with no experience, no real world experience, they have book knowledge. Is that tuition the best spent there? Or is it things like this? When you look at it, like I'm going to learn about real estate with my friend who knows more about it than me. If we lose money, I'm going to consider tuition into this business. To me, that's an amazing mindset. Y'all hit Matt up. If you ever need anything, Um, like I said, he is the, Best synthetic turf installer around. He owns a company called Forever Lawn West Texas. He owns a company called Build and Play. Um, just teamed up with our buddy Bubba Ellison. They're doing some good things in the uh, in the landscaping business in the Abilene and San Angelo, Texas area. Hit them up. You know what I mean? Just do it if you if you need those things. And I'm not giving them a plug. They didn't ask me to. I just think it's really cool how Matt thinks, and I think it's a great compliment to how I think too, and that we can meld that together and do something pretty cool together. But look at your opportunities as education. What can I learn from this? If it costs me X, Y, or Z, is it worth that cost of tuition? I think you're going to find when you invest in yourself and when you invest in learning practical things, the answer is always yes. The tuition is worth the cost. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review. Go to Apple, Spotify, give us a shout out. We love you. We love our followers. Go to liveitfull.com, buy some merchandise. I hope you continue to live it full. You, you just listened to this entire episode. That means you gained some type of value. So make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode of Live It Full. Living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. Make sure you embrace every single day. And we'll see you next time on the Live It Full Podcast.